0: I feel amazing, I am so excited to be here recording this this week, sorry. Um, so I have this whole plan where, so this week I went and spent, um, I was supposed to spend three days in um, Grand Teton National Park and I was gonna record this episode while like chilling in the park cause that sounded like really relaxing and like great. But um, you know how life happens we love saying life happens here. Like that's, you know, that's that's what that's what happens on this podcast. Um, life happens, and I ended up meeting people on the trail, and ended up um, spending time with them and like talking, getting to know them, which was really cool. It's a really great time, but that took away from the time. Oops, I thought that was on silent. Um, that took away from the time that I was going to spend um, recording this podcast. So instead, I am back home in my kitchen recording again. I'm pumped for this episode. I think it's going to be... what I How I have it going in my head is like, it's going to be a little personal. Um... I'm definitely going to talk about a lot of personal things to me, um, which will be very interesting and a little hard for me to do. But, you know, I'm here and I'm going to do it, I guess. Uh, But I think it's going to be cool because I think it kind of ties into last week's... um, Maybe not last week. Maybe I don't know when I'm going to release this. Um, But the last episode, it's going to tie into it a little bit. So this episode. We are going to be talking about healing your inner child. So I'd like to start this off with just saying obviously I'm not an expert. These are things that I mean I am going out and reading and doing research and finding which like you could obviously do too or you could just listen to me talk about it and concise it for you and listen to my like cool funny anecdotes about myself. (laughs) also but um and then just with this episode um it is going to be definitely deeper at least for me I feel like so with that I just want to say start this off by saying that everyone has different experiences um some people definitely have it a lot worse off than others I I I'm never going to claim to having a terrible childhood or having a terrible life because I definitely don't think that I did and I definitely think that everything I've gone through has made me who I am today and I absolutely love who I am today so I mean I wouldn't take anything back and I mean being a parent isn't easy being bringing a whole human being into the world and being responsible for them is not easy and also at the same time being responsible for yourself and like still trying to, I mean, do your own life and work on yourself and all of, all of the things that that entails. So I definitely don't mean any hate towards my parents. If anything is said that seems a little harsh, um, I definitely don't mean it that way. I love you guys and I would never want you to feel and like I felt any other way about you. Um, But yeah, I mean, with healing your inner child, uh, it definitely is going to get into a little, I mean, it's gonna get into a little bit of that kind of conversation. So here we go. So I mean, pretty much everyone would probably agree and is in consensus that we were all children at one point in our life, yes. If you weren't, like, hit me up, let me know, because that's cool, and I'd like to know your story. Um, so, we were all children at one time. So, being a child, being a child, oh, growing up. Growing up is so hard, isn't it? Like, the teenage years, the child years, the innocence, the. all of it. It's just looking back, it's, I mean, looking back, it's like, oh, we all long for that again, but it's not easy being a kid. Um, And when you're a kid, you know, your parents are trying to figure out how to raise you, how to best turn you into a vibrant member of society. I don't know. I can't think of like a good word right now like an active member of the society that we are all a part of. And you know, sometimes they don't get it right. Sometimes they don't do everything perfectly because we're all imperfect beings and we are all going to mess up sometimes. But that being said, sometimes these mess ups leave things behind. So in a lot of ways, connecting with our inner child can help us understand some reasoning behind our adult fears phobias and sometimes our life patterns and by trying to understand and heal our inner child we can then start to begin to try and transform our lives so german psychologist alice miller suggests that when a parent stamps out a child's exuberance in order to control them these effects go on to potentially affect us as adults. So this is stuff like when parents tell children that they should be seen, not heard. And just those little kind of, that's an example, but those little kind of things, the body holds both emotional and physical pain. And even though we can try to ignore it, chances are that it will always be there and it doesn't really go away. And it can also emerge at the most unlikely times. So the baggage we carry from our childhood is often very difficult to shake and especially um, when you're exposed to really deep trauma. So I think that this kind of idea of the inner child and needing to heal your inner child definitely goes hand in hand with what we talked about last week and like repressed memories, um, because I think this is a very much more real and effective way of trying to go heal yourself rather than trying to go to a therapist to uncover these potential memories that you have or have lost. Um, This is kind of just opening up to the child you were and trying to give that child what it needed and fix the things that you were exposed to as a child that can now still be incorporated in the way that you act and your life patterns. So an example that I thought of and something that I really wanted to talk about that I feel like is a very, very big issue in um, our lives today, my life as a child, I think it's an ongoing issue in our world. And it's the talk about weight suggestions with children. And um, I think this is something that can really affect someone as a child and as they're growing and developing. And the idea that we place so much weight on, honestly, weight and the way children look and their ability to compete when it comes to sports based on their weight, height, all of that kind of stuff. What I mean, I mean, as a child, like you never know what you're going to look, turn out as, you know, some people are like chubbier as children because they haven't hit their growth spurt yet. And their body is preparing them for that height that they're going to gain later. And then they become like super skinny because they shot up super quickly. And I know I talked to one of my cousins last week about this and, um, it can be very damaging on young women, For sure, I mean, I can speak to that because I am a young woman or was a young woman. Um, And just talking about weight with them at such young ages and putting so much, for lack of a better term at this point, so much weight on that idea can eventually begin to scar them and begin to make this unreal expectation in their mind and make it something that they are constantly worried about and constantly insecure about. And I mean, that's not fun for anybody. That can lead to eating disorders. It can lead to depression and just honestly not being able to accept yourself for who you are. Like, we're not all built to be size negative zero super tall supermodels like that's not realistic that's not a realis- realistic expectation like everyone has different body types and you can be healthy and take care of your body and not look like societal's representation of what beauty is like everybody's body type is valid everybody's body type is worthy of existing. Like you don't need, especially at a young age, as a child, you don't need all these people telling you what you need to look like in order to perform, in order to be healthy, in order to exist, honestly. Cause you know, as a child, that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to exist. We're trying to grow. We're trying to learn. And it's very damaging to a child's psyche for sure. So, oh my gosh. I don't know why I'm losing my voice. So some ways to take care of your inner child. Sorry, I got off on like a rant there. I feel very strongly about that. And I'll talk more about it later on in this episode. But some ways to take care of your inner child are to... You can write letters and try and write things from your child's point of view. Sometimes all that pain really needs is a voice. And that can really end up opening yourself up and showing yourself some things about you that you didn't really realize. Um, You can also obviously see a therapist, get some psychological help, see a counselor, whatever suits you better. Just acknowledging the inner child and treating it with respect and love, validating it, validating those feelings and really, I mean, getting in touch with your own feelings. Like, no matter how far removed from these feelings you may feel, how in the past a situation may feel, it doesn't mean that it's not still affecting you, and it doesn't mean that these feelings that you have because of something aren't valid. I really do truly believe that only by loving and healing your inner child can we really truly begin to love ourselves and then others after that you really do need to be able to love yourself fully and accept and acknowledge yourself fully before you can really truly love other people the way that they deserve to be loved also um this is a um this is a way of kind of empowering yourself and working on mindfulness as well being mindful being in the moment being Being able to really fully accept yourself, like accept everything about you, accept your past, present, and then be able to grow into your future. So some ways that you can try and form this connection with your inner child is by formulating a dialogue with yourself, with yourself as a child, by writing letters to yourself, by saying, nurturing things to yourself. These can be in like forms of like daily affirmations by digging up old pictures and looking at photos of yourself as a child, by writing and thinking about the things that you love to do when you were younger, by sitting down and engaging in meditation and just trying to visualize yourself as a child. These can all open up connections to your inner child and help you start that thought process and start that formulation with being able to try and work through things as that you went through as a child and maybe even be um, brought to light things that affected you as a child. If you know me that there's one thing that I've always been very passionate about And it's, I've always said that you should be the person you needed when you were younger as a manner of how to go about life and how to treat other people. And honestly, with this, it's just kind of like, why can't you actually be the person that you needed when you were younger for yourself now to gain that healing and to be there for your inner child, be there for yourself and heal yourself? It's not just about how to treat other people, how to be with other people, it's also about how to treat yourself. So, you know, now for the part of the episode that I have been dreading so much. And like, I've literally put this off for so long now because I've just like in my mind been psyching myself out uh, doing this. So I apologize, but you know, here we go. So one of the sayings that I've always loved is She needed a hero, so that's who she became. So that's exactly what we are trying to do. We are becoming the heroes of our own stories. So I am going to continue this segment with advice to my younger self. Things that I, looking back, would tell myself and things that I would maybe do differently um, or just things that I feel like would have been nice for me to hear as a kid and things that were important for me and I think could have saved me a lot of pain. So I think I kinda wanna start with something that I feel like is good for everyone and something that probably most people needed to hear as a kid and it's just like if I could go back and tell myself one thing, I would definitely tell myself that you are enough. I spent so much of my life trying to be enough for people and not realizing that the only one that I really needed to be enough for was myself. And I think that's definitely shaped me a lot and I definitely have a lot of pain in my past from trying to people please and trying to fit this mold that you know I could never fit and this pedestal that I could never physically climb to and attain because I felt like I wasn't enough for people I felt like I wasn't enough and I didn't deserve love until I was enough and so I think one thing my inner child definitely needs to hear and definitely something that I try and tell myself every day now is that I am enough and it only matters that I am enough for myself Another bit of advice that I would give to myself as a younger person and I think a lot of young people would benefit from, and I mean, I think everybody needs to hear from time to time, especially as a female, is just that you're beautiful exactly the way that you come. Like you don't, you don't need to be something else. I think today in society, there's such high, outrageously impossible to reach beauty standards for women. And I know for me, I kind of grew up not really with very many people around that looked like me. So I know, I mean, my curly hair was a very big insecure point for me. I never really learned how to manage it as a child. And it was just kind of like a pushed on me that I just needed to straighten my hair. And I was prettier if my hair was straight and it just, it evolved into this deep-seated insecurity that I had way up until maybe a few years ago, I cut all my hair off because I wanted to learn how to accept myself for the person that I am. I think so much of our time is spent being self-conscious and it's it's just a waste. I mean, we're all beautiful in our own way and... I think it's terrible that society makes you feel any different from that. So I think it'd be very good for me as a child. And I mean, any child, any boys need to hear it too. I mean that they, it's definitely not the same, but just that you're beautiful for sure. I think one thing I definitely needed to hear from somebody would be that it's not always going to be like this. I think we look back and have this nostalgia for our childhood and it's weird because no one really ever talks about how hard it is to be a kid like you're going through all these changes you're developing your brains developing everything feels like the beginning and the end of the world it's it's just it's a really hard time and I think it's important, To remind kids that like... This isn't life. Like it it gets better. Like you... Like things get better. And it won't always be like that. Because I know I struggled with a lot as a kid. And I never really saw it. That it was going to get better. I never really saw that I would... Be able to grow up and become my own person. And really fall into who I am. And accept that and love that part of me. So... I think it's important to recognize how lonely being a kid can feel, how misunderstood you can feel as a kid. I know I, for the longest time, felt like nobody else was going through the things that I was going through, that I was completely alone in this, and that nobody would understand me. I still feel very misunderstood a lot, and it's definitely something I've been able to get over more and it's i know that i have my few fee- my few people in life that really do know me and i'm okay with that and i think a lot of the misunderstanding that i have with people is a lot of my own fault and it's stemmed from me feeling insecure and like i wasn't free to just be who i am as a kid and growing up that I felt like I had to be someone else. So now it's like people misunderstand me because they have this image of me in their head that isn't really who I am. And I think now me trying to come into myself and really be true to me, it definitely throws people off a lot. I will never forget the day in middle school that I, heard a song for the first time and it was the first time in my life that I can distinctly remember feeling less alone and feeling like there's a possibility that like other people know what I'm going through other people have gone through the same thing and they understand this feeling and it was a really crazy and wonderful feeling and I think that's when I definitely fell in love with music for the first time but Another thing is just that it's okay to cry. I think as a society, we're definitely getting better at not making emotions so taboo and so not okay to be expressed. I know it's genuine, generally seen as like a thing for men, but I definitely know that for me growing up, I felt... Like I wasn't able to feel my feelings and I wasn't able to speak about my feelings and I just kind of like bottled everything up inside and I think it would have just been good for me to cry sometimes and like when I needed to instead of feeling like I shouldn't be crying. So speaking to the perfectionist in me, um, one thing that would have been nice to hear, especially growing up in my household, is that you won't be good at everything or the best at everything. And it's just enough to try your best. Um, it's one thing my dad definitely uh, told me a lot growing up is, you know, I'd bring home a C in a class or something and he would ask if I didn't try my best. And if I did, then that was enough. Um, but... With my other parents, it was a little bit harder, and they more saw that if I wasn't getting straight A's or wasn't the best at everything, then I wasn't trying hard enough. And I think that's really hard for a kid to hear because I mean, it's you just genuinely won't be good at everything, like that, and that's okay. And it's okay to not be good at everything. And it's still something that I'm trying to work on as an adult. And trying to heal that part of my inner child for sure. That it is okay to fail. It is okay to not be the best. And it's okay to work on things and get better. So. So. I think for the most part, that's about all I've got. I was going to share some more advice, but I think I'm just going to call it there. Those were some good key points, I think, that are good, were good for me and things that I definitely tell myself daily and things that I am trying to heal from my childhood. And I think that they're good advice for You know, just to tell any kid, to tell anyone. Um, And I think the other couple will tie into later episodes. So I'm just going to keep those for then. But sorry this episode took so long. I don't know why I was so stressed out about recording this. Um, I think I just get in my head. But thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if there's anything you would like me to talk about in the future. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.